Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bird of Venus podcast. KB here, as always, to bring you, you know, message I felt like I needed to bring. So, I haven't been consistent uh, with the podcast at all, I know. Um, again, this is really a journal for me, a way to... Um, express how I feel without making it so regular you know I don't want to feel like I have to do it so when I do it it's because I really have a message to bring it's because I feel like it's needed like I'm called to do it and yeah I've been busy with so many things I've I've uh, like uh, some of you know I've been doing YouTube a lot like daily and it's it's really taking off and my life has kind of took the wildest turn um changing work and freeing myself from a lot of restriction being completely free when it comes to work and it's it's really amazing it feels like a dream every day i wake up and i'm like oh shit am i dreaming <laughs> it really does feel like that for some reason so Life is slowly, slowly but surely starting again, you know? I felt like we were on pause for so long due to restrictions, due to COVID. And of course, I'm saying life is starting again, but a lot of issues are still happening every second of every day. But we're getting a little bit more freedom some of us, um, the majority of us, there's a big percentage of people who had a first vaccine. Um, some had the second one. It's been so weird to go back to, you know, quote unquote, a normal life slowly. And I noticed that it's not everyone who's happy about it. And I'm the first one being a little bit anxious a little bit anxious, feeling a little bit weird about it. Um, so anyone, you know, who's been either dealing with depression, uh, dealing with some trauma issues concerning being trapped inside and knowing that eventually we would have to go back to our normal life. Um, I've been isolating myself, like deeply deeply isolating myself and a lot of the people I really care about have been doing that also it feels like it's a little scary now to have to go back to what we had before I feel really lucky that I don't have the same job that I had to I don't know how I would do it you know I used to do hair and I don't know how I would get up every day and go in a salon full of people having to take care of clients and trying to balance everything. It would be incredibly scary and I'm just thinking a lot about you guys and about my friends and people who are scared right now, who are like, okay, I changed, my body changed. Um... I'm not the same person that I was a year and a half ago. We are all different. Completely changed, different. Our heart space is different. The way we treat ourselves is different. The way we see the world. The way we trust 
the way we trust the government, the way we trust society, the way we open our heart ourselves, the way we protect our energy, just, you know, having a freaking mask in your face for a year and a half everywhere you go, it feels like we kind of lost a little bit of human contact and how how to really connect. Um, of course, we probably all have, you know, at least one person that we consider that nothing changed with them. I'm lucky to have my husband that I've been with for so long and my best friend that I'm, you know, every day I'm in contact with her and she keeps me really grounded. But a part of me feels kind of bad of having changed so much some relationship aren't fitting anymore some friendships aren't fitting me anymore um and i feel like we are all so different all so freaking different and i was you know picking cards before the podcast and trying to see like what cards represents this journey of starting over starting our life over literally opening up to this new world that now anything is possible anything can happen and i feel like we're kind of ready for it there's this feeling of a lot of people are ready to fight for what they want fight for their lives and it's beautiful but it's kind of scary also so i picked four cards uh before i start talking about the subject i want to talk today just I picked four cards to really get a clear picture on what is that thing that we've been through? How are we changed? And at first, the card that came out felt a little weird. And the more I was meditating on them, the more they made sense to me. So I got the Queen of Cups, the Knight of Cups, the Eight of Cups, and the Chariot. So right off the bat, these are four water signs. We have a card of Pisces, a card of Cancer, two cards of Cancer, and a card of Scorpio. The thing about water signs is it's easy. It's transforming, transformation. We started this whole thing being a certain way. And now we are coming out of it completely transformed. So therefore, some relationship won't work. Some friendship won't fit you anymore and you don't have to feel bad about it. You don't, no? Eight of Cups is about leaving behind the way you were thinking, the way you were feeling, the way you were seeing life. It's carrying with you the pain, the trauma, and, you know, kind of this new vision carrying it with you and applying it to how you do things now, how you treat yourself, how you treat others, and how you see life, how you see the future. The Knight of Cups and the Queen of Cups is such a powerful duo of, first of all, reconnecting with nature. A lot of us got to reconnect with nature because at one point it's like, what do you want to do? I can't really see other people if I can't have physical contact. um, I'm going to go in nature. So I started running personally. That's what I did. 
changed my life completely. I'm not going to start talking about me running because, you know, a year from now or whatever, I would have heard someone talking about that and I'd be like, shut the fuck up, please. Like, I don't care that you run every morning, but this is my personal story. So I wake up practically every morning at 5 a.m. and I go by the river and I run for an hour and I connect with nature and I touch trees and I touch the river I look at the sky I got to see the eclipse the other day at 5 30 a.m and this is the queen of cups man this is reconnecting with nature with the roots um seeing the birds seeing the little animals you know all around me and being like no one can take my freedom away from me this is I've never felt so free than by running every morning just the feeling I get is just so fabulous and it brings me to the night of cups which is a lot about reconnecting with our bodies and listen let's be honest we've kind of had to face um, a lot of us had to kind of face our relationship with our bodies in such a different way being at home and having you know and I'm talking for myself but at one point it's like I had nothing to do but eat all the time like getting a lot of comfort through food um and feeling like you know I don't really spend money on going out anymore so I'm just gonna spend on eating and of course my body changed a lot of us I know that's what happened um And it's like I had to face that. I had to really get comfortable with my body. And at one point being like, this is what I have. And I have to learn to love it. And just in a deeper way than before. Um, The Knight of Cups to me is a lot about the body. And it's a lot about how you get vulnerable in the process of learning to learn to love your body. It's a lot about that. And the chariot, honestly, one of the cards that I never really connected with. I think that the chariot always been my least favorite card in the tarot for some weird reason. It's the card of cancer. And it's the card that comes right after the lover's card, man. And it feels like now I I see it in a totally different way. We had to learn to love ourselves. We had to. Because at one point it's like, what do we have? You can only depend on yourself. Well, at one point this is how I felt. Especially in the beginning of this COVID thing. And just being so scared and being like, what the fuck is happening? Anything could happen. People are going crazy. The world is just so messed up. And the chariot is really... The moment that you learn to love yourself so much that, you know, people notice that and people are attracted to that. There's something about, there's something so weird about the chariot because if you know the traditional imagery of it, it's like, he's stuck in concrete. So I never got why people are like, the chariot, oh my god, it represents moving on. It doesn't represent moving forward, he's freaking stuck in concrete. So to me, it made no sense. I I really felt like this card was super 
contradictive, it's weird. Uh, cancer energy is, of course, beautiful, but it's a lot about, you know, if you think about the crab, a hard shell and being really vulnerable, really soft on the inside. So I feel like everything that happened during this past year is really about us being vulnerable. You can't really deny it. You can't really deny that you've had to go face the deepest, scariest feelings. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care what you've been through. We've all had to face um, uncertainty. And it's so fucking scary. It's it's so hard. And I, I want to acknowledge like anyone who lost someone during COVID time. Who, you know, but we made it through. If you're here listening to this right now, you made it through. And I think this is what the chariot, the chariot means for me now. You fucking made it through, man. And now the next step after the chariot, we go to the strength card. There's nothing you can't face. Give yourself credit for being here, for surviving all this shit. You know, in a couple of years, maybe in 10, 20 years from now, when you go through incredibly difficult moment of loss and pain, you will remember this time, you know, 2020, 2021. You will be able to go back and dig deep and remember how you survive this shit. And it's not, it's not nothing. It's a lot. And you made it through and you should be proud of yourself. So I love you. I just wanted to uh, make this little, you know, 15 minutes intro on how I've been reflecting on that, you know, coming back to normal life. And it's so scary. It feels like, it feels like, and I have tears in my eyes saying that when I feel like we lost a year and a half, like things happened so fast. A year ago today, we, I lost, my best friend lost her mom, which was just such a fabulous amazing person that I will always love so much and it's been crazy this morning talking to my friend and being like it's been a year I feel like I just snapped my fingers I feel like things were on hold definitely but it felt like a dream really felt like a dream but I'm glad you're here with me I'm glad you made it through I'm proud of you and I love you. So let's start um, the episode, okay? <laughs> so in the episode today, I really, really wanted and felt like I needed to talk about the sun card. Okay? I don't necessarily focus my episode like... Uh, on a particular card and I don't well in the past I didn't really want to make uh, the bird of venus podcast about tarot but tarot is the biggest part of my soul in life and people close to me know that and they experience it also through me 
it's more than a job it's more than a passion it, it is literally my soul and I feel like everything in my life is attached to the tarot it is my calling it is a little bit of an obsession but it, in such a beautiful way and a card that's been fascinating me since forever is the sun card I never really understood why it was everybody's favorite it never was my favorite, like in any shape or form. Um, at one point, it really connected to a period of my life where I was really creative in my in my job, surrounded by artists, surrounded by a specific friend that I connected with really deeply on the creative side. Not only on the creative side, but it's something that we just... It was really special to us and the sun card was our card. It was our card of this journey. So it represented a lot of beautiful things for me. But I never really got why it was everybody's favorite. And I hate that people overlook it. I hate when people are just like, so the sun card is happiness. Like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> And I would never uh, compare my practice to others' practice. I would never diminish another tarot reader for their own perspective of a card. And it's not what I'm doing right now. It's just that this card is really powerful and there's a reason to that. And I feel like we have to cherish it, honor it. And we have to learn more about it and to understand why it is such a powerful card why it is so loved cherished why people always you know get so excited when they see it in a reading it feels like we're just picking it and we're not asking ourselves any question and that's the thing that bothered me if you know me especially as a tarot reader as an intuitive i'm asking myself a lot of fucking questions every two minutes of my life i think it's part of being a human it's part of being an intelligent human being and the sun card this is the problem with it people don't even ask themselves question because it feels so simple but it's not it's really not simple it's so powerful and so big so i think that one of the reason that people um like this card is just probably because it's confirmed like it's just comfortable you know we all love the sun even if you don't like summer that much you love the sun you know the sun is here it's just the most powerful thing in life you know in alchemy it is you know the greatest um it is the greatest symbol and most powerful thing you know um it affects everyone. It's it's grounding us because it's giving us kind of a sense of we exist, a sense of existence. Like, who are we? Where are we from? Um, it's the source of all power. And in alchemy, the sun is literally perfection. It is a symbol of perfection it's the mind body the soul it's everything perfectly aligned and it's the greatest power of everything you know it's so strong um and i think that 
one thing that we overlook so much is that it comes after the journey of the tower. It's like the sh- the sunshine finally here to bright up every fucking trauma and every hardship that you've been through. It's it it, it brings us kind of a childlike feel. It's really simple. It's like we're going back to the days that we didn't really know what it was to suffer, what it was to go through things, what it, what it was to be an adult. And I think that's why there's a child on the card. It's like this feeling of everything's going to be fine. Everything's cool right now. Also, this is a card ruled by Leo. So Leo is the heart space, you know, it represents the heart space. So doing the things you love loving yourself, feeling loved, uh, feeling passionate, feeling creative. So, of course, a beautiful energy. The thing is that I can't not think about how I feel after a full day outside (laughs) under the sun and feeling so drained out. Or, I know it's going to sound intense, but like, you know, having the most horrible sunburn. Like, I have incredibly light skin. And I've had the worst sunburn ever. I almost died at one point. I I went to Jamaica and I was just like a shitty, stupid teenager. And I was like, I don't need sunscreen. And I just almost died. Like, um, the Jamaican nurse was like, girl, I don't know if you're going to make it. Like, you're starting to infect under the sunburn. It was really fucking bad. Like, I have this kind of weird um, connection with the sun. Not only because all the sunburns I had and it brought me a lot of suffering. Also, when summertime comes, it's like we're showing off our bodies because it's hot outside and we have to undress. And this is something I've been so uncomfortable with, like, a long period in my life. I'm trying to not give a fuck as I grow older. Mm, but it's it's bringing a lot of anxiety when it's summer. And I'm like, what clothes am I going to wear? Oh, God, what part of my body don't I want to show this year? And I'm heavily tattooed. I'm like, oh, God, people are going to notice my tattoos and look at me a certain way and ask questions. And it brings a lot of anxiety to me. And I- I'm not alone. That's why I'm talking about it. Definitely, I'm not the only person. And at the same time, there's this vitamin D energy to it. Like, fuck, it feels good. God, everything is so beautiful. And the flowers and the, the, the sky and the warmth of our, on our skin is just so powerful and so beautiful. It's like euphoria, literally, the way we feel. So sun really powerful, but there is this aspect to it of danger for some reason that I feel that we don't really um, think about. There is this feeling of, I feel like it's not good when we do a tarot reading to just overlook the sun and being like, okay, everything's good. Happiness and sunshine. Like, mm, think, t- think again, baby. Um, the thing I love a lot in tarot, but the sun is that it's hidden in a lot of freaking places. In a lot of places, okay? If you think about the traditional Rider-Waite 
deck it is hidden on the hierophant my favorite card in the whole deck you can see uh, on each side of his head there's two incredibly small alchemy symbols of the sun okay and the hierophant is the luckiest card in the tarot in my opinion i will fight you on that um i'm just obsessed with that card not only because i'm a taurus and it's the taurus card just because I feel like it's my son. The Hierophant is my son. And the fact that there is two suns on it, it's like a double sun energy in my opinion. But it is earth energy, so we are grounded. We are not just blinded by the excitement and childlike energy of the sun. We are actually grounded and still careful, and I like that. Um, beautiful energy. So another thing I really, really love about the sun and that I feel like we don't really look at, like we don't look at this enough, it's in the astrology of it. In astrology, of course, the sun is like the center of personal consciousness. That's why, you know, the symbol is like a circle with a little dot in the middle. It symbolizes the little seed of our personal consciousness just as being aware of i'm here this is special this is a gift waking up every day and existing okay the star and the moon in the tarot is kind of the unconscious and the sun is aware it affects us every fucking day. It's It affects us directly in every day. And we need it to survive. It's kind of essential. And I do feel like this is probably one of the reasons that we are not only attached to the symbolism of the sun, but literally the sun card in the tarot. It feels like we're so alive when we see it. Um, it's... It's really special. It's hidden everywhere in the tarot. It's in the Hierophant, the Chariot, the Sun, Temperance, Fool. Um, it's in the Debt card. It's in the Lover's card. And it's in a lot of other places if you look carefully. So it's really special. And of course, the color yellow is a lot to it you know the color yellow is really reassuring just for the brain anyone seeing this color just even if you hate the color yellow and like find someone who hates the color yellow like who are you babe um it's really interesting to me and i i noticed that the only yellow card in the sword suit was the seven of sword which is um, one of my favorite cards and definitely my favorite sword card. So I kind of attach them together when people are like, oh, I don't like the Seven of Sword or people are kind of associating this card with lies, treason and just um, it's really not that. It's really about being conscious and aware that you are enough and that you have what it takes you don't need to take all these freaking swords. Your hands are full, babe. Okay, so leave these two swords behind and just move on. There's something about being really aware uh, of, first of all, how your thoughts can affect you and affect other. But there's this really beautiful feeling of understanding that you are enough. Um, and you don't need 
to carry all that shit with you. And I really like that. Um, it feels like, you know, the Seven of Sword, it represents a lot of problem outside of you. Some that you might have just created in your own mind. But it's not you. It's really not you because you are enough. I feel like also one of the things that probably affects our, you know, in a positive way, of course, the way we see the sun card is the moon, is how deep we go in the moon card, how personal and necessary it is. It's like after going through that, after really facing this mirror of yourself, facing the traumas, facing the pain, all that shit. The moon is heavy shit, babe. The moon is heavy shit. Um, I feel like with the sun, you're like really applying the things that you learn in your moon journey. I really, really like that. I feel like I wouldn't love the sun so much if it wasn't for the moon card. This is one of the best combos in the tarot, the moon and the sun. It's like, God, you've been through so much and now you're really applying and living your life with this weight off your shoulder. Again, we're going back to this kind of childlike energy of... It's good to not worry for a second. It's good to not be spiraling in this freaking moon energy. Um, it's really like a weight taking off our shoulders. And I think we really deserve that. It's a really... Uh, there's something really simple to it. But I feel like the work that we have to do before getting to the sun card is so incredibly difficult and exhausting um, that it's, it's special. And that's probably why people are so attached to it. I do like the best way I feel like I could explain the feeling of the sun is coming back home after playing outside, being outside a full day and taking a shower, letting the water fall on your head, um, picturing all the freaking energy going down the drain. One of my favorite practices that I do every day of my life, sometimes two times a day. This is the most important ritual I feel like we could do as intuitive, just letting the shower clean us from the bullshit of each and every day. And I really really associate the sun card with that um we're finding peace after the moon when we are in the sun energy we're really finding peace within ourselves and because we've been through the moon and because we are at peace we are able to bring that peace outside of ourselves and then we inspire others and i feel like this is the root of why the sun card is really connected to creative energy you know uh, the best artist been they all been through so much that i feel like that's why your people become such good artists because they use their art to create and to kind of express and to heal 
all the difficult things that they've been through, no matter what kind of art you're doing, um, chances are this kind of art was creating during the moon and then in the sun energy, it's coming out of yourself and you're inspiring others. And it's really connected to Leo, like it's a card ruled by Leo and Leo to me is a lot about that. And my moon is in Leo, uh, so maybe that's why I feel so connected to that message for some reason. It's like, Leo loves to show off. They love to be the one inspiring others. Um, Leo is the type of energy, uh, if you copy them, they don't really give a shit. They're like, yeah, I know, I'm a leader. I love to inspire. I love to have people copy me and do what I do. It makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel like I'm making a difference. And I really love that energy for some reason. I really, really, really like that. So the sun, it's heavy. It's a lot. It's beautiful. It's powerful. And I feel like when we see it, we should learn how to speak to ourselves with compassion. We should reach out to a friend and if we feel like we don't have any friends, well, or if we feel like we don't really have a friend to reach out to right now, we're not comfortable doing it, reach out to the tarot. Because tarot is your friend. Tarot is here to help you ground yourself. So next time you pick the sun card, try to go deeper. Try to ask yourself more questions and try to connect the dots. Like, what is the sun card for you? What it represents for you? And remember that there is no right or wrong when it comes to the tarot. And it's really important that you remember that. I am not better than anyone at tarot. Uh, your general knowledge of the tarot doesn't define if you're a good reader or not. It's all about how the card makes you feel. And it's really important that you sit with the card and you ask yourselves question and not just feeling like, okay, this shit is positive because everybody says it is. And I read in a book that it is. And everybody knows that the sun card is positive. Well, it could be really triggering for a lot of people, the sun card. So yeah, just a little reminder to ask yourselves the good question. Go dig deeper with tarot as much as you can if you are serious with the practice and even if you're not that serious with the practice even if you just you know dipping your toes but I feel like it's such a powerful iconic archetype of the tarot I feel like it's as it's as iconic as the devil card um and yeah I wanted to share with you guys my thoughts on that today so thank you for being here really simple chill episode um, the sun has been out for a while here in Montreal and I felt inspired to talk about that. So take care of yourself. Be nice to yourself. It might not be easy to go back into the world. It's okay that you changed. It's okay that you transform. It's okay that some relationships aren't working for you. Be careful with your boundaries uh, be clear with them, express them. Remember, we are still in a hierophant years. We're using our throat chakra, babe. Okay, we are expressing clearly how we feel, what is good for us, and what isn't working for us. And I'm proud of you. I love you. Thank you for being here. And I will talk to you guys really soon. Bye.